I feel like finding the dream job for me is more about balancing your passion with reality to create the best career path for yourself. It is also about accepting that all jobs across all industries, sorry, will have aspects that you might not enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Inspired Podcast, the podcast series where we create educational and impactful content, where we take a deep dive into the work and contributions of the world's best thinkers. My aim is to build an online community of young African brothers and sisters who wants to shake things up. This podcast is all about inspiring you to become the best version of yourself, providing you with the tools and knowledge on how to get there. Over here, we believe in the power of community, living life filled with purpose and being led by curiosity. So please, please feel free to get involved in the conversation by following me on my socials and in my show notes. My name is Anita Chaha and this is Inspired. Enjoy. There are people who have always known what they want to become when they grow up from a very young age. They've either wanted to be doctors, lawyers, teachers, uh, psychologists, or even engineers. And if you're one of those people, congratulations and well done. And then you get the other people who have always been on the other end of the spectrum all of their lives, not knowing exactly what they want to pursue or even because of our South African context, not knowing all of the opportunities and possibilities available to them. Moloni Betuna Ninjani, how are you doing? And welcome to this week's episode of the Inspired Podcast. Welcome to the very first episode of 2023, and I hope that you guys will enjoy it. This week, we will be talking about and discussing the myth of the dream job how this can create career anxiety, the psychology behind it, and why we feel the social and cultural pressure to have our lives figured out in our 20s, and how we can redefine the relationship we have with this very common phenomenon. So I want to open today's episode by saying that if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s or late teens approaching your early 20s and you're feeling stuck, you're feeling like your life is a pool of uncertainty and that your future is doomed or because you haven't decided on what to do career wise, you are not alone. We have all gotten through this phase in life, myself included. It is absolutely okay not to know where you want to be in the next five years and don't let the internet fool you into thinking otherwise. And also you are not a failure for not knowing what to do for the rest of our, with for the rest of your life. I feel like there is this cultural and the social pressure to have it figured out, to have your ducks in a row for as long as I can remember. For you too as well, I assume. From a very young age, we've always been asked, or rather pressured, pressured to know what we want to become when we grow up. And personally, I hated the question. I hated the question because I never knew how to answer that question. I've always been indecisive and always wondered how anybody could make a decision and stick to it, especially with all the possibilities and the opportunities out there. Like, how how can you just know? (laughs) How can you just know? The reality of the first few years of your working life as a 20-something-year-old, in my experience, 
and from what I've observed, observed from my peers and my friends is that you will work to live. You will definitely work to survive. And it's highly likely that you're going to completely hate what you're doing, but have to do it outside of necessity or to sustain yourself. Again, this is completely normal. We all start somewhere, right? Right. So career roles such as uh, being a doctor, an engineer, psychologists have a pretty consistent educational path, right? You go to school for an X amount of years and though it will take time, you've pretty much done everything there is to get that job, right? Now, what about those of us, myself included, who have went to school, school, studied a particular discipline and realized that halfway through it that Actually, actually, I don't really feel it. I don't think that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. What then? Do you give up and just accept that you failed? No, girl, we, we don't do that over here. You most probably will take the skills that you currently have, maybe do some more certifications, sprinkle some sh- few short courses in your resume and carve out your own career path that's more suited to something that will make you happy, right? So now the question that has struck me is, do you find your dream job or do you develop it? So when I was doing some research and digging into today's topic, I came across so much literature and psychology behind it. And it was honestly so shocking for me because I wasn't expecting such rich content to come from it. But anyway, here goes. So the psychology behind this phenomenon is called organizational psychology. As explained on Google, it is an applied field of psychology. It deals with people's behaviors and people management processes in the workplace. It is a field of study that has become increasingly crucial as contemporary organizations realize that their employees are their most valuable assets. When I was doing some research, I actually came across a course. You can even study at UCT, you can even study organizational psychology. And I know, I saw that they, they offer it at UCT. Anyway, let's, let's, let's dive in. So the idea of the dream job was born or rather emerged from the 20th century where people could choose a job of their liking. People will not really tie down to doing the same work their mothers did or the same work as their fathers did, but rather opportunities and choices open up where they had the opportunity to choose what they wanted to become, especially if they were born out of a privileged family. We are led to believe that um, the said dream job will offer us a sense of fulfillment, it will offer us a sense of belonging, it will offer us a sense of meaning, until we are finally within and your day-to-day looks so much different so much different from what you expect. I feel like finding the dream job for me is more about balancing your passion with reality to create the best career path for yourself. It is also about accepting that all jobs across all industries, sorry, will have aspects that you might not enjoy. Some days you'll be bored. Other days you will be embarrassed because mistakes do happen in the workplace, right? We are not all perfect. Other days you'll be elated with what you achieved and other days you will suffer terrible defeats. It all comes with the territory and all of this can cause you to have career anxiety. 
So on to career anxiety. Career anxiety is a stressful state that many people face throughout um, their professions, right? It can occur in many situations because it can be caused by many different things, such as when a person changes jobs or much like what we are talking about today, where you're entering the workforce, when you're switching careers or when you receive extra responsibilities at work, it can stem from a whole lot of things. Now, I do want to acknowledge that career anxiety can be caused by many other things outside of what we're talking about today. But if you are finding yourself that you have a bit of anxiety when it comes to your career trajectory, you don't know where to start, or you are just in the beginning phases of your career, you don't know where where to pivot and where you see yourself for the rest of your life, it's okay. I myself have faced a lot of career anxiety many, I think I face career anxiety every year, if you're being honest, if you're keeping it a buck, (laughs) I think that I face career anxiety every year. And there are tips and tricks that I do and I use to just put myself in ease and just make sure that I stick to the plan. Now I'm going to drop three tips on how you can overcome career anxiety. Um, So yeah, tip number one, I'd say recognize the feeling and examine the cause. As I've mentioned earlier, career anxiety can be caused by multiple things, but I think the most important is exploring where this frustration comes from, identifying where exactly it comes from. So you might be feeling stuck. You might be feeling as though you're not growing in your career. It might be because you've just you getting more responsibility at work um, or you might feel like you're in the completely wrong field and you just want out and you completely hate what you're doing. That's okay. Recognizing where you are right now, as I always say, is the first first step into carving out a plan that will get to where you want to be, right? Number two, make a plan. So if you're employed, speak to your manager and ask for assistance. I cannot stress this enough ask for assistance, babe, speak up for yourself. I know a lot of companies have career development plans in place where they pay for like your, your short course, or they'll pay for what is this, your degree or whatever. Make sure that you are aware of the policies that are in place in your company girl and make them work for you. Take these policies and make them work for you. So like I said, there are a lot of companies with career development plans. Some even pay for your upskilling efforts, such as paying for your courses and your degrees and your such and such. Ask for help and see how you can shift gears and change the direction of your career. I know this is a very daunting topic to take to your manager because you directly but indirectly telling them that you're not happy, you know, of it that can be very sticky. It's a very sensitive topic, but... You have to be bold and you have to have the courage to speak up for yourself or at least grab a piece of paper, list down a list of your competencies, list down the tools that you are proficient in. If you're proficient in Asana and Salesforce or uh, I don't, whatever else system that you use at work, list it down and see how they can work in your favor in your new plan to propel your career forward, right? And number three, I'd say listen to other people's career stories I don't know I don't know I feel like listening to people's career sort of uh, struggles and triumphs I don't know it has a weird way of warming my heart like there is light at the end of the tunnel it, it does 
give me that oomph, that boost of hope. Like navigating your career in your 20s is not for the faint-hearted. So you might be tempted to look around at what other people are are achieving and jealousy creeps in because of what they've achieved but you should never let it get to that point because everybody has their own story and so do you and how they got to where they are in life so I'd say listen to other people's career stories for some motivation listen to the qualities of what got them to where they are and the specific actions and the steps they took to propel themselves forward right but remember they accomplished what they did in a different time, under different circumstances, and as a different person, right? So even though you might be looking at another person for some inspiration, don't expect your career sort of advancement to take the same shape as theirs. Please don't. So all in all, the bottom line of what I'm trying to say in this week's episode, or rather what I want you to take away from this week's episode is that holding on to the idea of a dream job can hinder and stand in the way of you being in a career that A, makes you happy and content, and B, fulfills your professional goals. But, but, I do want to say this, I'm not saying I don't want you to now think that because Anita is saying I should let go of my dreams, I'll, I should let go of my dream job and I'll never achieve that. that. That's not what I'm saying. Do whatever you see fit for yourself. Do whatever you see fit for yourself and what is best. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, let go of the idea of the dream job if it puts unnecessary pressure on you. You have the power to carve out your own career path, your own lane. You just need to be strategic about it. It's never too late to pivot towards a career path that's more suited for you and that is more fulfilling to you. And last but not least, unshackle yourself from that, say, from the pressure of society telling you what you should know about yourself. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> anyway, and that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for reaching the end of the episode. Like I always say, my aim is to build an online community of young African brothers and sisters. This is an us thing. It's not a me thing right so please feel free to reach out to me via emails or any of my socials let me know what you want me to talk about next and see you guys next week